the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for October 18th, 2022. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drurians and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next day at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight in beautiful Tempe, Arizona, where it's a balmy 89 degrees. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, where he's about, I don't know, 10, 12 feet below sea level and probably in a balmy 45 degrees. Uh, it's not quite 45, <laughs> but it's certainly nowhere near 89 degrees. <laughs> uh, well, we're, we're not getting gonna... to the point where I need that sweatshirt pretty pretty soon, though. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Talk it up, talk it up. I'll get well, one listen, myself I... too. I'll well, get one listen, myself. Listen, I, I, you know, I have to thank the coach. Um, I, I sent you the picture. I know. Um, you know. Uh, All right, it's pretty sweet. We we got no time to mess around because our guest tonight, our surprise guest tonight, is really busy. He's uh, he's scouting. He's doing stuff at a BCHL showcase. Peter Menino, the assistant coach from Colorado College, is joining us. Peter Scott and Paul with you tonight. First of all, how are you and where are you? I'm good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Loud and clear, my okay. friend. Loud and clear. Good. I'm in a rental outside the... Uh... <laughs> The arena, you you guys, you gave out you gave out my whereabouts in recruiting and scouting. You had to be very secretive about that. So. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Mike no, Field, just, I, Mike Field. Hey, Mike Field just texted me and said he doesn't buy it for a minute. <laughs> well, Mike Field's at home in that balmy weather, and he's got his feet. Oh no, did we lose nah, you already? British Columbia. No, yeah, I don't they think so. Okay, you're back. You're back. Yeah. We're good. No, I, I had a timer there to make sure I didn't miss the podcast that went off. My bad. But, uh, <laughs> You're the but best, no, my friend. You are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Fieldsy's toes toes in the pool in his balmy weather and CC's grinding. So that's how it's going. Well, that's the rumor anyway. 
Yeah, <laughs> but I think it, okay. So there's we some factual to, evidence behind that. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I'll listen. I okay. don't know. I take your word for it. You have no reason <laughs> to lie. We, we had to have you on because uh, I showed up here in Balmy, Arizona, last week uh, for the weekend series between ASU and Colgate, and I said I'm not going back until I see CC show up down here and uh, and do battle against the Arizona State Sun Devils. And uh, Peter, I'll tell you right off the get go, this is a beautiful building. You're gonna love it. You're going to absolutely love it. It's great for college hockey. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup between you guys. But uh, before we get into that, uh, give give us some of the secrets. You got some guys up there that you're uh, kind of looking at? <laughs> Out here at the showcase? Yeah. 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 Uh, we, have, uh, we have three commits, uh, future Tigers that are at the showcase. And then, uh, yeah, there, there's a uh, The BCHL does a really good job. Uh, to, you know, producing Canadian, uh, you know, talent. Also, there's a lot of Americans that, that come to this level. It's just, uh, there's different routes, there's different options. And, you know, for these, these guys here are three guys that they've got really good spots in the league and it's, it's a great showcase. The Chilliwack, um, arena is a great setup. They got a lot of history here. Uh, I mean, there's basically every school except for ASU that's here. Um, so it's 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 a great event, and um, you know what? It's it, it's going to be fun to see our guys play here. So uh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Go ahead, oh, I got I get it too. That's that's fine. It's good. All in good fun. No, well, Hicks Hicks Chicks uh, was out here last year, and I don't know. He just. I think he took the option this year. It's all good. It's all good. Well, uh, you know, uh, you know, he might be on the Scott plane, you know, where they, they throw rose petals at his feet and, and kind of <laughs> serve him. You know what I mean, Pete? Yes. I, I hear you. I hear you. So, Peter, but, don't uh, buy that for a minute. You know better than that. That's why uh, I, I said will say he does know I, better. Hey, Peter, when we're done with the show, I'm going to send you a picture of Paul Hornstein in a white hoodie, uh, a CC Tigers white hoodie. And you can just yes. do whatever you need to do with it, my friend. I like it. Love the support. Very appreciative. The swag will continue for you, too. Absolutely. Uh, that's what I like. See, that's what I like to hear. I got to get it away <laughs> from Scott, but that's what I like yeah. to hear. It cost me an arm and a leg, by the way, to send it to him. I don't know if you know that, but I, I pack a box. I send it to him. I can only afford to do it like once every two months because the Postal Service gets me. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so so let me ask you this. Are you coming this way for the weekend? I will be there. Yeah, I'll fly in uh, Thursday. Uh, we got practice. I'm really excited to see the rink. It looks great on the pictures. Those guys, as, as you guys both know of. Um, uh, you know, they've, they've poured everything into the program and here's, here's the ability to showcase it through a, a facility like that for their, for their, you know, current players in the future of the program. So really excited to get there and see it. Uh, Fields, he said, he's going to show me around. I'll hold him to that and, uh, excited to see the boys, uh, in a few days. Absolutely. Coach, when, when you guys opened up the building last year, right? I mean, your you building. knew there was gonna, you, you knew there was gonna be buzz. Did it exceed the expectations you had though when you guys finally got in there? Yeah, and and for us it's different, right? Like we weren't a part of the planning, the 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 prior years to to get this this beautiful facility on right. campus. Like you know, we that was part of our process. Like that's what was intriguing. Obviously. 
just Colorado college hockey and then where it was with the arena, the resources that were getting put into it. So that was our process, you know, with Mayo going in and then talking to Mayo to, to be a part of that. And then the hype, like we were walking, we were on that, uh, the floor before they had the, the, the coils in, you know, the, the big screen wasn't anywhere. Like there was, there was wood everywhere. I mean, you were starting to imagine what it was going to look like. So we did get to see a lot of ground zero per se, like where it was building up and being finished. Um, so when, when that puck dropped in that first game, it was electric. Um, the crowd was great. You had a student section you could just feel everybody, uh, all that excitement in that building for however many years to ha actually have that on campus and the amount of detail that they did at our facility, like just the flow of the locker room, the facilities, just, just the, the logos and the branding, as you guys have seen, it's, it's just, they poured into it, you know, and guys like Ricky green, just everybody behind it that pours into the hockey program, it, it shows, you know, so it, it did exceed. You, you just, you don't know until you feel the fans they are on top of you, you know, how steep it is in that rink. Mm -hmm. um, it's awesome. And it, it did exceed just because of the, the energy, you know what I mean? And it's only right. getting better because they're starting to feel comfortable. The chance, the student section, like everything, it's like, this is our home. It's just not a new building. You know, they're, right. they're starting to get comfortable there. So um, it, it's just getting better every game. So, All right. Now, uh, and, and we could talk about the past weekend, but there's, there's I mean, we, we, we've gone over it. But uh, Scott likes to say that, College hockey survived the pandemic. They added teams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I would say that the best proof that college hockey is not only uh, surviving, but for the most part thriving, is that you guys spent one year as the school with the newest building in college hockey. There will be three new buildings opening up this year. Augustana will be opening up their program in their building next year. I mean – putting up buildings is, is kind of the ultimate proof that the investment is worth it. No. I totally agree. I was just <clears throat> talking to another college coach and he was talking about another program that was going to build a, a new building. And I, we said the exact same thing, how cool that is to hear the growth, you know, through these facilities. And I'm like, you look at our size of our school and what we built in Colorado Springs is a statement. Right. You know, it is a massive statement. And, and across college hockey, Division One, D3, like these facilities are going up and it is showing the, the commitment and the passion behind uh, college hockey at many different levels. And right. that is... It's really cool, really cool. And they're all different, right? Like right. there's different designs, different touches to it. Um, they're they're fitting college's uh, attendance sizes too. They're not too big. They're being right. smart with everything. So it is fantastic. And, um, you know, we're fortunate to be in one of them. And and just for, just for more, even more specific clarification, it's not just a big school like ASU or even UConn which is opening up a new building this year. But the smaller yep. schools like Augustana and Sacred Heart are also doing that as well. Uh, you guys are kind of in the middle because you guys are kind of a blue blood type of program. But 
you know, this, there's new programs that are doing the, the exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so many to name Bentley's right. like all, all these, yeah, all the, all the rinks and um, yeah, like I said, just from any level throughout division one, uh, East coast, West coast, everywhere it's growing. And that's just a, even to take a step back and, to say that from a, just hockey in general, to see right. it grow in Arizona and, you know, more places are popping up and, you know, our city in Colorado Springs, that's, that's a venue. That's a major right. entertainment factor for our, our city. And then obviously the school and the hockey program, there's a, a lot of ways of, of how these are impacting all those local communities and hockey in general. So it's, uh, it's fantastic. And I mean, you, we just left, a really cool old school rink in, at St. Lawrence. Like that thing was a war zone. There's no neutral zone. It's tight, you know, and you know, we, we they did a nice job and our guys learned quickly. Uh, we got some young guys, we got returning guys and it's like, Hey, this is college hockey guys. And um, we got to be ready every weekend. Something's different. And you know, there's, there's new facilities, older facilities. It's just cool to see the game continuing to grow. Peter, let me ask you this, because uh, last night um, I made Paul dig up some stats on goaltenders because uh, I thought it was important for people early in the year to look at goaltending stats a, a little bit differently. And uh, one of the guys that you're going to see this weekend, both nights more than likely, is uh, is TJ Semptonfelter, who's got like 225 saves and 934 save percentage. And then you look at what you guys bring to town, and you know how I feel about uh, Matt Vernon and uh, Caden Americo. Um, how good is this goaltender matchup going to be all weekend? Hopefully, really good, especially on our side. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there. You know, I I was I was a little sidetracked because I was I watched that uh, David Carl Safeway tweet. Did you guys see that with him shopping around with the trophy? Before we came on, yeah. <laughs> what 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 did you guys think of that? That was interesting. He was kind of uh, throwing carrots and everything in the cup there. I was like, "Come on, David, keep that thing clean." You know, <laughs> yeah, um, might be going somewhere uh, else this that year. Wasn't the real thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That hopefully that's a replica. But that was. I, I like how he called everybody by their first name and they didn't even return that favor. He was just coach and then he was appropriate. You know, like that that one that was oh, I thought I they disrespected him a little bit. Yeah. It should have been like thank you David, you know. Anyway, he's he's great. It's um but the goalie matchup, no, it's you know, that's that's an area you got to take care of, right? You got to have good goaltending. Uh we have a great uh competitive uh, tandem right now and and Vern's is experienced and Berkey's coming around and feeling out college and uh, different <laughs> different places we played at Air Force we played at home we played in St. Louis like we've we've been dabbling in a little bit of everything and then we're going to go to a, a beautiful new facility at ASU so I think the goalie matchup obviously I mean it's a cliche it's a massive piece of the success of the weekend but uh, to like you said Scott you got some games played some statistics there and you got some uh some very good goaltenders so they'll they'll be uh they'll be going toe-to-toe here and they're going to be the difference makers uh for both teams absolutely peter we know that um that caden and barico is very very talented but it doesn't matter there's still an adjustment period no matter how talented you are when you move up to another level isn't there 
Uh, absolutely. And, and he's, we've had a lot of good conversations. Uh, he wants to try and get video in right now and I'm trying to manage uh, <laughs> as many things as we can, but he, sorry, Kate, uh, I love you, brother. We'll, uh, we're going to get that in. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, uh, absolutely like, like any freshman, you know, they're all, they're all adjusting. It's faster, it's stronger, it's quicker. There's more skill, you know, you're, you're just shaving things off and you're bringing that to the next level. And then they're older, there's seniors, there's juniors. Um, you know, the practices are intense. The workouts are intense. It's nothing they've seen in the USHL. That's just the level that it's at. And, um, you know, the, the players like Berkey, uh, that come to the levels, they only get better with those things around them. It just takes time to get there and feel confident, never comfortable. You know, you're always pushing yourself. It's always a new challenge and he's adjusting nicely. Um, and he's a very, very driven, committed hockey player, just everything he does. He's a, he's a pro before he's a pro. And, and that's why we're thrilled to have him. Okay. Let me jump in on that real quick because, uh, you know, I was there last week and had a chance to visit with your three goaltenders and, um, I, I joked with, uh, with Mayo. I said, uh, do you guys pour water all over Caden before he goes oh, up? Geez. Because he acts like a sponge. I mean, I, I thought his rebound control the other, you know, two weeks ago at home was unbelievable. He was just absorbing everything. The other thing that I noticed, and I brought this up to Mayo as well is, uh, cause Mayo told me a couple of weeks before the season started, he said, you know, in practice, uh, Caden's having problems with the, with the big guys in front. And I watched him particularly on that, Peter, and I saw him ducking right to left, up and down to make sure he had the best vision. Is that something you guys have seen as a marked improvement too, or is it just me? Yeah, a um, couple things. You know how I love to do this. A shout out to Mr. Coffee, Mr. Uh, Tyler Coffee's dad <laughs> yeah. uh, li nice. listens and nice. he says he nice. he says he loves our our banter and he listens to it at work. So hopefully you're enjoying this one, Mr. Uh, Mr. Coffee. And then, nice. yeah, I was a little disappointed. I didn't get like a hello or something. You're talking goalies and you just I had to call you out on the ice to say hello, Scott. So I was a little disappointed. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but it was a cute, it was cute. You had them with their jerseys on. I thought it was a, a nice setup. That's a shout out um, to Jerome, by the way. J and Spud. J Jerome and Spud. So new nickname for Jerome. It's crazy. Jerry, crazy. Oh, Jerry. Crazy. Is his new I nickname. like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I got that at the, I got that at the golf outing actually. So, um, <laughs> but, but, uh, back to the, back to that is, yeah, he was, as a staff and even one-on-one -on -one, him and I were talking, he was feeling the adjustments, um, speed, you know, the shot, uh, pace, all that stuff. He was, he was really feeling out the depth in his crease, um, you know, in different situations. If it's just a straight on shot versus odd man or other options coming at him where his depth should be. So he could laterally move and square up to those initial shots um, and, and we saw it, like we were kind of seeing him transition and then, you know, the air force game and that first weekend, um, even in, even at St. Lawrence, like his rebound control is a, uh, a big attribute for him. And that comes from his footwork. He gets there, he gets squared and he absorbs those pucks. And we've, we've worked on some pieces of his game to absorb and, place pucks in in the proper area too to continue to increase his rebound control um 
but it's a big quality of him because he reads the play, tracks it really well, and his footwork gets him in position to be set and absorb those shots, almost like, you know, square to his, his chest and, and, and really quiet the game down. So that's a big, big uh, attribute for him in, in his game. So he's, he's really adjusting and continuing to uh, feel that out a little bit. So can, can some of that be from being too competitive? And not having the feel for relaxing yet, and 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 not getting overexcited. It can be. I think with him, it was just tightening up that base right. and getting there. Like just getting there. Like he is not. Like he'll have his ath- athletic moments, as you guys know. He's super competitive. Right. He's athletic. You know, uh, but he's he's pretty pretty calm. Like he is pretty efficient for. The type of goalie he is, that's what's special about him is he has the athleticism. He can make those big saves. He can get across and give the highlight reel save, just like Burns. You know, they have that in their game. Uh, but he's very efficient with his movement. He finds his posts. He's not attacking out at pucks. He's cutting them off, and, he, and, and that's where you see uh, him squaring up. So I think it was more him just catching up to those to the speed, the speed of passes, speed of the of the puck coming at him, the plays that happen in front of him, and then Scott kind of touched on it. It's like traffic. As you go to the highest levels, it just gets harder because it's it's smarter traffic. It's purposeful. They know where to be. They know what you're doing, and they're not just standing in front of you. They have a purpose of taking away this side so that they, the guy shooting takes takes the puck to this side or they have stick position so that the, the, the plays can be made for shot tips and stuff like that. There's just so much more knowledge and purpose as you climb that the traffic can hinder that because then you lose sight of the puck and then you're behind the play and you're not set. So hopefully that makes sense. That yeah, makes it really sense. does. I, I okay, I know I know you, myself. Paul's going to keep going <laughs> and keep you here all night, but I know you don't have time for, for this BS. you got some real work to do. Uh, I just want to know my final question to you and uh, I'll start it off with a comment. No, I did not leave you out of the conversation. I made sure every player, <laughs> each one of the goaltenders talked about you. So there. Uh, and secondly is, um, you and Eddie Lacken have a little bet this weekend on who goal, whose goaltenders performed the best? Uh, I don't know. I, I I actually never met him in person. He, um, he uh, was with the Chicago Wolves, and he had called me one time when he was getting hip surgery this is kind of like old men talking about their battle scars <laughs> a little bit but he uh yeah yeah i had hip surgery when i was with the wolves and then he had heard about it he called me when i was still playing and we just kind of had conversations about that and really nice guy um i heard he's a massive real estate mogul in the arizona area oh, that, like that, he says. that he is yeah, yeah that he is yeah. uh I keep telling yeah. him he's got to advertise with us, but he says he doesn't need us because he's just way bigger than the world. Wow. So, you know, I get it. I get it, Eddie. Uh, but I'll tell you, he yeah. was spending a lot of time today. And speaking of another sponge, TJ Semptonfelter, I was at practice today, and, boy, they must have spent an hour together just talking. And because I was the only one in the building, I could he almost hear every word they were saying. So uh, I, I would offer something up, some sort of – got to have some sort of deal going on between you two, the, the goaltender gurus maybe the next guy yeah. gets a hip massage or something how about that yeah. i don't i don't need yeah, to that, hear any of this what do you that you, that would feel no that would that would feel good i could use a hip massage after all this travel but uh 
I, I would I want to I want a little bet with Gregory and uh, Michael and and Hixie. Like those are that's the we we have a group chat. We have some fun together, and uh, you know that that'd be where it is. But uh, remember the banter last year about who had the best hair. You know we got to wow. get some of that going here soon. So well, first of uh, all, but you well. you you two need you two need a little bet between the two of you, like something about what you wear for the week or what you do on the podcast. I think you guys need to have. An internal <laughs> bat about this. Well, listen, what do you think? All the time. It's got to do with his paycheck or not a paycheck, Peter. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Wait, what? What? Uh, I put on the uh, CC sweater. Right? There, there are not many other places where I would do that and take video evidence. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sending it to you, Peter. You'll get it as soon as we're off the air. I will. I'm going to march. I'm going to march into uh, Power's office, and I'm going to flaunt that very nicely. So. <laughs> all right. So so when do, when do you show up Thursday night? You guys practicing Thursday night, or when when's the next, uh, next time uh, you be on the ice here? I'll be in it early Thursday. I will be with the boys for practice there. So I will see you guys Thursday in Arizona. You'll see me. Paul, Paul's stuck on the base. Yeah, I, but... I, <laughs> I will see you guys. Yeah. I'll see you, Scott, for sure. Absolutely. So. Okay. Um, enjoy the rest of the time up in beautiful BC. It's not going to be as beautiful as it is down here. I'll guarantee you. But uh, I understand there is a forecast for rain on the weekend. So, but rain here, Peter, it's like 10 minutes and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's between the two programs. We do not, uh, we got the rinks and we got yep. the weather. You know, yep. that's that's something that we both can't complain about. But uh, a, a shout out. out. We, we got we got goaltenders. We got great coverage from a great podcast group. And. Thank you. Thierry, I don't know what else to think say. There's. Get that shout out out. We missed it. Somebody cut you off. You guys got me? Yeah. 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 Go, go get that shout yes, out up before you go. Uh, I Just to the BC area, there's some forest fires going out and there's a lot of smog. And uh, I hope everybody's safe. You know, I don't want to get like, you know, sympathetic, but, you know, you see it everywhere. And I, I hope everybody's safe here as we talk about. Yep. That's where it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Peter. Well, be safe up there. Have safe travels getting down here. I'll see you this weekend. I'll see you this weekend. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for the time. We'll see you soon. Thanks, coach. Absolutely. absolutely. Yep, that's Peter Menino, <laughs> one of the assistant coaches at Colorado College, joining us tonight. Paul and I will be back in just a few minutes to wrap up, uh, wrap up, <laughs> to, to, to talk a little more College Hockey West Live. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Really, JR? You think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening oh! to 
At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is College Hockey West Live here on a Tuesday night. Scott Strandy with you in uh, beautiful Tempe, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from uh, Long Island, New York. And, uh, Paul, it's always great to have Peter Menino on. There's never a dull moment. Oh, no. uh, we certainly enjoy his time. I know he's working, uh, quote, working up there in B.C., so uh, oh, yeah. we'll, I mean we'll – We'll let him get back to work, but we'll, I'll see him this weekend as uh, the Tigers and the Sun Devils uh, do battle, if you will, down here. Um, your thoughts on uh, what you heard from Coach? Well, you know, it's always, you know, we know the goalies have the different mindset, right? But they just do. You're, you're, you're quote-unquote volunteering to get in front of these frozen discs that come at you 90, 90 plus miles an hour. And, um, you know, uh, so it's always good to get that goaltending perspective. You know, um, you know, we, we know what the pedigree is on, 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 on their goaltenders. You know, they've got, uh, uh the bloodlines in, in one spot and, the, and that's not to say that's the only reason why Matt Vernon is good, um, but it's just kind of a simple way to put it. And obviously, Embarico playing on several versions of the national team um, shows his talents there as well. Um, and you just get a, an insight uh, from a different perspective of the game. You know, one of the reasons why you have assistant coaches is because it's a different set of eyes. And, yeah, and, and you want to talk about the job of an assistant coach. He went out with the team to uh, to St. Lawrence. Right. I don't know if he even came back to Colorado no, College. If he went right straight to across to BC. Yeah. And, and now he's going to finish up there, and he's going to come back down here and jump into his duties again on uh, on Thursday. And they'll be doing uh, games Friday, Saturday. Then they'll go back on Sunday, I'm assuming. Uh, back to Colorado College, or at least that's where we think they're going. But uh, just so much goes into it behind the scenes. And that's why I love having Peter on, because he he's not afraid to tell us what it's like uh, behind the scenes. Um, 
The other thing that uh, I had a chance to do today, as you know, is I had a chance to talk to Coach Powers. So uh, in in all fairness here, we got the CC side of things for this big matchup. Let's get the the coach's side of it uh, from the Arizona State side of things. And uh, I'll play you a little bit of that interview that uh, I had today. Okay. front of me here at the beautiful mullet arena i want to recap just the weekend if you could for me coach uh you've had a few days now to uh realize what it's all like and settle in and how does it feel it feels incredible i mean last week was was tough it it was a really awkward kind of disjointed week and and um and i'll be honest going into friday i was a little concerned because it was just so much going on um there were so many outside distractions um Really all week. I mean, just whether it be, you know, people still working in and around our locker room trying to get this place finished, which they have to do and we want them to do, um, or, or just, you know, the, the nature of unloading Sunday night, you know, not really being able to practice Monday. They could do a voluntary skate and then having three days playing Friday. We had the, 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 the event Wednesday night we were at. They had a big dinner with Donzi on Thursday here. So I, I really think that by Saturday they were tapped. They were emotionally tapped. They were physically tapped, you know, and it showed. It showed in our play. We, we just weren't winning races. We weren't winning battles. Um, and, uh, you know, and Colgate earned a, a really hard-earned split. You know, I've seen a couple of openings of new buildings now, and um, I'm not sure if this affects you guys as well, but the guys at Colorado College told me this year that last year it was their building, but it didn't feel like their building until this year. Are you uh, feeling that might be the same sense for your guys? It's, it still has an almost too good to be true feel to it, you know. Um, it's feeling more and more like our building every day. We know it's our building, but it's going to take a while, you know. And, and um, we didn't get a training camp in here, you know. So it's going to take some reps and, and, and getting used to this place and getting used to how we're going to use it to our advantage. And, and most important, it's going to get used to having uh, – 5,000 people behind us, you know, it was really cool. And, and we're disappointed that we didn't give them much to cheer for on Saturday. Um, so the guys are eager and, and, and really urgent to, to go out and, and get these people excited on Friday night. Watched a lot of one-on-one battles today. Was that by design? Yeah, we just have to get dirtier. We, we've got to stop playing, you know, perimeter hockey and get, get bodies in the net and funnel pucks in the net um, and simplify everything. You know, when you're not scoring, you know, we should be scoring, and, and, and look, there's 13 new guys here, so so we're, we're figuring things out. They're learning how to play together and all those things, but when you're, when you're struggling to score, you know, you score two goals on a weekend, um, you got to peel back the onion and simplify things, and how you do that is you funnel pucks to the net, and you funnel bodies to the net, you go to the dirty areas, um, and, and then, you know, you start to score your goals. Um, you look at the numbers, and I know it's early, this, uh, you're only six games in, but uh, TJ's seen a lot of a lot of rubber, and he stopped a lot of rubber. Yep. I mean, I talked about last night in our podcast. I think he's at like a nine thirty four save percentage and had like two hundred and twenty five saves. Uh, obviously, you want to improve on that, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's it's all you know. He's he's doing really well, you know, and he's played very well for us. Um, you know, I think in four out of the six games, we've had more scoring chances than the other team. Um, the shot totals are a result of really being bad on faceoffs. You know, when you're winning. Uh, over the course of the last four games, we're below 30% in our defensive zone. That's that's a staggering low number. So when you're when you're winning on like on Saturday, we were 28% on faceoffs in the D zone, and, and you know, and you're giving them possession 72% of the time in your own zone. They're snapping it back, going D to D, and getting shots. 
that's 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 ten to twelve shots a game you're giving up just by not competing at the faceoff dot. And we worked really hard today, um, not just with our centers, but with our wingers coming in and helping on fifty fifties. We're just not winning those battles. So you know, if we if we can control the dot way better than we have, you're going to see their shot totals go down. If you looked at scoring chance totals, even Saturday, we we had almost double. Um, their goalie played really well. Um, we're getting chances, but but. You know, when you overall start with, you know, the puck 35% of the time, because we're 35% overall in faceoff Saturday, and we still out-possess them 52 to 48, we've got a good team, you know, so we need the puck more. We need the puck more, and, and, and you know, imagine if those numbers were flipped, if we started with the puck 65% of the time, possession's probably 70-30, you know, 75-25. So when we have the puck, we're dynamic, we're good with it, um, we've, we've managed it pretty well. We've just got to start with it more. Okay, so you look at uh, your offensive performance. Obviously, you want more goals, but the, the quality chances I thought were there. Um, I, I think it's maybe just finishing. Yeah, that's what, it. What do you do to finish? It, just what we did today. Simplify. Get pucks, more pucks to the net. And get bodies to the net. You know, get in the goalie's eyes, and, and that's how you got to get some ugly ones to get going. And, and we haven't scored very many pretty goals yet. Um, a lot of our goals are just pucks and bodies at the net. Um, you know, we're averaging two goals a game, and and that's the biggest reason why we, you know, we we're not, you know, the record's not flipped because um, we're not we're not putting the puck in the net enough. So you can't you can't force goals. You you, you know, like you can't. You guys are just going to grip their sticks even tighter when you come down on them for not really finishing and bearing down. So we just got to simplify and get more pucks and bodies at the net. That's what we worked on today, and we'll continue to preach all week. Special teams, um, I know you want to improve on them as well, but is there certain things you want to do either on the power play or the penalty kill that you want to do differently this weekend? Well, I mean, we want to score on the power play, right. you know? So, um, I mean, we, we had some really good looks on Saturday. Donor hit a crossbar in the first period. Um, you know, Ty, you know, had a nice seam pass from Charlie and had a, a, a big portion of the net open and just didn't hit his spot. We, we were right there. Um, so we just got to stick with it. It, it it's, it's, we have the talent and the skill that once they get a couple, you know, and, and, and can play downhill with some confidence, then, then, you know, the floodgates are going to open. All right. How are the uh, freshmen fitting in for you right now? Really well. Charlie's been one of our best players. Um, Ryan Alexander's really starting to come on and play hard and, and heavy and fast for us. And, um, we're missing Blake Dangus back there. You know, we, we were hoping maybe he'll be back this weekend. He's a hell of a player that we, we really were depending on a lot on the back end to, to, for our D and, and adding depth back there. So he's been a big loss these last three games. Um, and I think you'll start to see kids like Teddy Lagerback start to get more ice and, and play more. He's a big body that does all the right things. And he drew a big penalty for us early in that game and could have got us a lot of momentum for it. So we want to reward him too. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. That's Coach Greg Powers from the Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, in today's media session, Paul, I, I know you heard it earlier because I sent it to you, but um, your thoughts from Coach Powers? Listen, it's very simple. Uh, I, I'll put this um, in, in whatever terms you want. Just like in football, no matter how fancy they get, it always comes down to the same thing. Run the football, stop the run. Baseball. Home runs are nice, but it always comes down to pitching. Okay, in hockey, crash the net, throw the puck at the net, and and don't try to to make things look too pretty because when you do that, 
you're not going to get the amount of chances to score that you when the puck's at the net, crazy things happen. There wasn't a lot of that, especially on Saturday. And you know, you you get power plays, you got to score. I don't expect them to score on the power play like they did last year for the first six weeks when they were scoring at like 45% because that's, you know, that's just not realistic. But, you know, you, you have to convert on some power play chances. Uh, they didn't do that all weekend. Um, and part of that is shoot the darn puck. Go, th- yeah, go I to think- the net. I'll think that was, or I'll tell you, I think that was apparent today in practice. I was there for about uh, 90 minutes uh, before the press conference. And um, the first mm, 30 minutes or so uh, was a lot of individual work, working on face-offs, working on, as Coach said, getting the wingers to crash a little harder in on 50-50 draws. And uh, I really noticed a lot of work, and I texted you this as well. Uh, Eddie Lack and TJ Semptonfelter were just talking and working and talking and working. Uh, I bet it was close to an hour that those two spent together um, working and talking on things. And you could tell by the conversation that uh, there were things that, that TJ wanted wanted Eddie's advice on. And, and I think it's really, really telling that a guy that's playing that well is looking to be that much better. I mean, what more could you ask a TJ Semptonfelter so far in the first six games? Well, nothing. I mean, honestly, uh, as I look back at it, and you know I, uh, how much I think. Maybe he made he, the, the one mistake he made, you know, giving up that first goal, playing the puck, is really the only mistake I've seen him make in six games. That's pretty yeah. darn good. So- yeah, totally, totally agree with you. And then the the last uh, hour of practice was pretty much devoted to shooting the puck and uh, doing one on one battles. I mean, they were one on one battles in every corner and every spot on that ice. Uh, every coach was working with a group of players. They were rotating them, so everybody got different feels for it. Um, look for the Sun Devils to try to score some dirty goals first, and then use their finesse as things open up. And I think you've been talking about that for three weeks now about how they need to do that. And uh, I think you're going to see the difference, or at least if Tuesday practice is any indication. And I'm looking forward to, I hope I can get into uh, to CCC's practice on uh, the CCC. Yeah. Something like that. I uh, see Colorado college practice. How about that right. on, uh, on Thursday to see what, what's up their sleeve, because we both talked about uh, coach may could not have been happy with what happened this last weekend. I think Peter touched on it a little bit. When you go on the road for the first time, especially as a freshman hockey player, and you go into a building like they went into uh, up in Canton, you're going to find out that um, it, you know things are different, and you have to adjust, and you have to adjust quickly, and the home team does have some advantages. Sure. I mean, is, uh, you know, home ice is an advantage, or it's supposed to be. Um, you know, as, as much as... Uh, any team will tell you, you know, when, when you get the, the crowd going and you get it rowdy, um, sometimes it intimidates the other team, but, you know, it it gets you jazzed up and, and, and you know, gives you that extra juice to maybe take that extra step like you should have done anyway. But, you know, it gets you, helps you fight through the tiredness when you're in that spot. But, I mean... Uh, go, that's why the, the, the cliche is win at home, split on the road. 
Yeah, yeah, you're 100% correct. Some cliches are, the cliches are cliches sometimes for a reason because they're true and accurate. So as we lead into this uh, final 15 minutes of the show and right. and breaking down not only this game a little bit more, but also the other games uh, of the teams that uh, are in our uh, coverage area. Right, hold, um, on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, I have to acknowledge that I probably gave some teams the Maloik tonight. Uh, I was talking about RPI getting near the, the Super 16, so they went out and lost to Canisius tonight. Uh, AIC, who's normally been the class of the Atlantic Hockey this year, uh, lost tonight to Holy Cross at home. And uh, BC and Northeastern played to a 3-3 tie. So <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm sorry, RPI. I'm sorry, Northeastern. Uh, I'll try to do better next time. Oh, the old curse. The curse of Long Island just came back to bite these guys. Um, anyway, uh, I want to ask you about this. This is a big, big weekend uh, for both teams, both the Colorado College Tigers yeah. and the Arizona State Sun Devils. Yeah. Who does it mean more to? Is there is there one side or the other, Paul, well, when you look I, at it, try to I, look I, at it objectively and say, well, who who needs these two games more? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. There's there's no way that ASU can't need these games more than CC. And I'm not saying that these games are not important for Colorado College, but once again, they have the advantage of being in the conference. They have the advantage of being in the best conference. And they have the advantage of a conference tournament. And a, a, a sweep this weekend for ASU would – uh, do a nice patch job and repair job with their pairwise. I don't think there's any question whose game, who these games are more important for. Um, you know, I, you know that I don't think that that's very subjective at all. I think that's pretty objective, and you know, you that's you know the advantage that most teams until you know ASU, we get to february that teams are going to have over asu okay so let me ask you this let me ask you this because okay. i've told you this i've talked with uh, the colorado college players uh from the summertime on into the start of the season and uh almost to a man they'll tell you that now after a year this finally feels like their home they come and right. go as they want they swipe their card their key card they go in. They use the yeah, weight this, room. They this, use this has this has nothing to do with that. Oh this yes, is... it does. Hold on a minute. Let me get to my point. Let me, let me get to my point, because okay. last okay. year, last year they uh, they they just didn't feel one hundred percent comfortable that this was their their building. You heard right. what Coach Power said about the distractions right. this week. Now this right. is one week, not even one week later, um, and he's already saying like, yeah, I think they feel more comfortable, but do they? Do they really? When matter. you hear when you hear Colorado College, because it's almost identical. But it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, it does matter. Here's no, why you, it matters. You didn't ask me who, first of all, you didn't ask me who I thought would win. You asked me who the weekend yeah, no, was no. more important for. I know, and and you told us that, and now we moved on. So now I'm asking oh, you. That's not what you explained. That's not okay. The way you made Sorry. It sound. Sorry. Now we're moving on. Uh, okay. So we moved on, and the, the question I'm saying now is, uh, is this? New building, quote unquote, euphoria. 
going to hang on like it did at Colorado College last year? It, it went all the way, I think, until they left for North Dakota in the playoffs. Uh, I think the uh, it, it was there, and whether they want to admit it then or now, uh, now they definitely will. Uh, they'll say that that there was some some things, and I think Coach Powers touched on it today, and I think it's something he has to continually fight. I mean, the guys, instead of having to go to Oceanside, now can just come across the campus. Um, I doubt that they even have to drive. Well, that's good <laughs> because there's nowhere to park, so that's really Well, well there's a place to park. It's just not cheap. <laughs> well, that's – listen, um, during the week – You need an NLI – to get your uh <laughs> well no kidding well but you've always needed an l and and i l sorry yeah whatever parking 35 <laughs> years ago was just as miserable um <laughs> when they weren't charged they were, it only felt like they were charging 15 bucks a day <laughs> I, anyway I, I spent i spent more time trying to find places to park that weren't lot 59 than i think i actually spent in class and, and see, here's what I'm here's what I'm following yeah, this up with. Class. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Coach Powers was telling us that, uh, or told me today that uh, you know he thought the guys were exhausted mentally and physically by Saturday. And I'm not going to argue with him. He knows this team better than I do. But right. I didn't really see a lack of effort. I just saw a lack of finish. I, I think they just didn't finish the job, and you know, falling behind on a fluky goal like that and. And it was fluky in the fact that the TJ had to make a decision. He came out, opted to play it. And then uh, Josh Doan was literally within inches of stopping that puck before it crossed the line. If he does, that might just be the momentum switch that, that would make everything different. And that's not to take away a thing from Colgate because they brought it and they brought it all night long. But um, so when I look at it, is I'm going like, I just don't know if that was really the case or you know and i know coach powers isn't making excuses that's not what he was telling me he was just telling me the truth that it's it's uh you know it's really a different a different environment when you uh you come in there and and i felt it today paul i walked through there and i'm going like wow i didn't see this this weekend i didn't see this this weekend so i'm sure they're doing that well we're gonna find and as the construction continues i'm sure they're seeing new things go up there was a bunch of nice things in there, but I could tell you today they were still doing stuff. I'm sure they are, but you know the fact of the matter is, uh, I, I am sure that there's still going to be minor adjustments. But at the same time, we're going to find out this weekend. And I'll say the same thing um, about the the butts in the seats. You know, it's nice. Everybody wants to go the first weekend. We know the student section will be sold out. Let's go, people. Make sure you're there this weekend, too. This big weekend, just like any other weekend. They need to be there every weekend of, well, yeah, of this I home know, series. we got to get because, to this weekend first. Yeah, I hear you. But, uh, you know, if you bought tickets, get there, watch. Uh, you know, I showed, uh, or I don't think I showed you yet, but I walked around the building, took some video and some pictures from different spots. There is not a bad spot to watch that hockey game from in that building. And I know people say that all the time, and and it's true most places of the new buildings. But uh, man, there's some spots that I found today that I'm going like, wow, this wouldn't be so bad. This isn't so bad. Standing over here isn't so bad. Um, so it's pretty cool. I did also want to say that I did have a chance, as you know, to wander through the uh, the uh, Mountain America Credit Union. Um, let me see if I get this right. 
uh, iceplex? Community iceplex? Yeah. You, you mean the yeah. visiting professional locker room? <laughs> yeah. What what a beautiful little rink that is, and and it's yeah. uh it's a nice setup. The way they've done it, they they couldn't have made it feel more together yet feel separate, if that's right. possible. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it it's just a wall between them. But boy, that is what it is, is a wall. But you'd never know that when you're in one building and then uh, the other one, you'd never know which one you were, you know, that there was another one right next door, I should say. So isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Yeah, but a lot of times it isn't. I mean, trust me, uh, I was just in San Jose and not take anything away from San Jose. But when you went from those multiple rinks in San Jose, you were weaving and bobbing like uh, a boxer as you were getting through from here to there. and not to take anything away, they've got five or six or seven rinks, whatever they got in San Jose. So I know here is just two, but I'm going to reiterate it again, Paul. This was a beautiful thing for college hockey. I told you earlier it's going to be the crowning jewel of college hockey in the West, and it definitely has lived up to that already. Well, one day, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, I'll get to see that for myself. Yeah, it's uh, and and like I said, even walking around the building today, uh, it was like, wow, this is really incredible. Where they put this, how they made this fit, how they made this work, and uh, what an asset to the uh, Arizona State University campus. Well, you know, listen, uh, just I'm I'm sure that the campus has changed a ton just in the three or four years since I've been there. Well, it said um, they, we they were saying that? today it took them a little longer because you weren't funneling money in for eight years, so it took them a little while to. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> to accumulate I, the I, assets. I, 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 I don't have access to your checkbook, so. <laughs> they were wondering if you were. They were wondering if you were going to continue to maybe come back for a masters or, uh, or maybe something else down the road, so yeah, they could well, continue to get some dollars flowing. Retirement when I spend all my money on tickets is that? Does that <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so Saturday night in Denver at Magnus Arena against yeah. Providence this weekend, they will raise the banner, the national championship right. banner. I wish I could be everywhere, but obviously I can't. Right. Did you know um, they're going to play on Friday too? Yeah, they're going to play Friday, and Saturday oh. night they'll raise the banner. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look for the Pioneers to, uh, to bring a little oomph this entire weekend um, after what happened to them out east. Yeah, I'm sure they're a little cranky too. Um yeah, we have. It's an interesting week because uh, our buddies at Air Force play on uh, Thursday night and Friday night, not Saturday, Friday, Saturday. So that'll give me something to watch Thursday night. That'll be good. Um, yeah, because you don't get enough hockey, do you? No, that's a big series of Air Force and RIT. A big opening conference weekend, right? Um, we we talked. We touched on Providence and Denver, and you know Providence is. Is Providence and Nate Lehman always has his teams right up there. Um, Eddie Christian Sue playing that other maroon and gold team this weekend, just because I don't want to shout out Eddie. Um, <laughs> You're just trying to be nice because when you get to Vegas on the 29th, you want Eddie to be nice to you. Well, I've already wound up us on that. I'm taking oh, him to sure. get some barbecue, so he'll be a happy that's man. Good. Yeah, that's good. Good, good. That'll work. Um, so there are some, you know, some big matchups this weekend. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Lindenwood is off this weekend. Um, Anchorage is traveling to northern Michigan, up there to Marquette. And that's always Yeah, there's time. some snow in Marquette, by the way. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Lots of it, too, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Uh, thank you, but no thank you. Um, and Fairbanks is off this weekend. So a couple teams off gives me a few less games to have to focus on, even though if I'm going to have other ones on, too. Um, Where's your focus going to be, though, really? I mean, it's going to be with the College Hockey West Live Weekend Game of the Week. Game of the Weekend. Games of the Weekend. How about that? That's fine, whatever you want to call it, but we always know where my focus is. We always know the pecking order, and that's no disrespect to these other places, but I didn't go to school there. (laughs) But you are wearing a white sweatshirt. (laughs) I am. I don't deny it. You know, and... You know, Coach Powers wants to be a little cranky at me. What can I do? It's not, it won't be the first time he's been cranky at me. Well, well, guess what? He can come up with a black, gold, or maroon one for you. Uh, Whatever. I'll take whatever he wants to give me. That way you can alternate. You know, I mean, <laughs> let's face it. I, I did spend enough tuition money there just like he did. So. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. Okay, so um, we talked about what's going on there. Anything else we need to touch on in the world of uh, – NCAA hockey for the last three minutes or so of the program. Shootouts are useless. Don't have them. I don't care. If you yeah. Out, stop giving out conference points for winning or losing a shootout. Just keep the tie. Uh, if you want to get rid of, I mean, I, they're not going to get rid of overtime. That's fine. Um, I, I say though, if, if you're going to try anything, Paul, uh, why not go add some time to the three-on-three? Three? Because by the time it. you've played 10 minutes of three-on-three, three, there's going to be a determined somebody's winner. Gonna I'm all for that. Now they'll yeah, say, somebody's well, going to be safety, determined. And, and you get more player involved, more players well, involved. Too, right? You're gonna, if you're playing 10 minutes of three-on-three, three, um, you're not going to just stick to four guys. You're going to have to expand that out. Uh, you're going to have to play some different defensemen. Because shifts just don't go that short when you're playing three on three because you can't afford to change as much as you probably want to. Okay, and this is going to sound like a big cop out on this, uh, our games of the weekend, but um, it's either going to be, I think, just a goaltending duo and like really, really low scoring or. It's going to go just the opposite because I've seen both of these teams play in practice now, and I know that as good as their goaltending is, they've got firepower offensively. And uh, if, if the floodgates break one way or the other, I mean, it could uh, it, it could be some big numbers, or right, it could be nothing. Up, right. When <laughs> I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm either going to stay in bed or I'm going to go to work. I mean, seriously? <laughs> really? I mean, come on. No, okay, but here's oh. the thing. I, I knew you were going to come up with that, but what I'm saying is the goaltenders can shut this down. They both have the, they all all of them have the ability to shut these games down and make it, you know, one nothing. Or right. or they can play their very best, but the offense can just outshine them and make it 6-5. Uh, right. So it can go well, either way, and it's, right. and when they're and when we're done, Paul, it, no matter how it goes, I'm not going to say that I don't think the goaltenders uh, got worse. Okay, I I I really I, you know, um, you know, I'm going to head east or I'm going to head west. I don't know. I mean, you know, 
we go saw west, a- Paul. Go west. If you go east, you're going to be in well, the ocean. My house. Well, I could go north <laughs> and south and be in the ocean too. So uh, I go live west, on, I, Paul. I live on it's a, warmer and peninsula. sunnier out here. Well, yeah. I wish I could go that far west. For now, I live in a peninsula. No matter which way I go, I'm going to hit water. So. Um, <laughs> All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live is brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, you take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, that's where he's taking you, Eddie. The best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. M Drive. Go to M Drive for men to see which dot uh, com to see which M Drive formula is for you, and by College Hockey Inc. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at your favorite podcast platforms. Subscribe to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Rate and review help people find the program. Tune in app as well as the iHeartRadio app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. Our thanks to uh, the assistant coach from Colorado College, Peter Menino, for uh, jumping on from British Columbia tonight to uh, give us a little insight on this big weekend series. Colorado College at Arizona State. I will be there for both games. Paul will be having you covered on everything NCAA hockey from that spacious uh, state out on Long Island, New York. And uh, you know what? We'll be back on Sunday night to bring all the wrap-up to you on College Hockey West Live, our Sunday night edition. We'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro, goodnight, everybody. Goodnight.